0: And welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyze games one system and letter at a time. I'm Dan, and you got to use your brain if you want to play
1: the game. (laughs) I'm Mark, and don't have a cow, man? Uh, I'm Sol, and I can't remember any Simpsons references right now off the top of my head, so I apologize for that. Uh, Cowabunga, dude, maybe?
2: (laughs) All right, I thought you'd gone turtles on us then, but it's multi-purpose, in it? Well done.
0: Uh, for this series, series, season or world two, we're covering the Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis. If you're from USA, working from A to Z and a number this episode or World Two stage eleven is Krusty's Super Fun House. That that was my Linky C Funhouse. Fun house. house. Oh, 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 I get it now. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
2: sorry. That was too highbrow for me. It was elevated comedy.
0: Mm, it wasn't, was it? Uh, but be- before we get deep down and have fun in Krusty's Funhouse, we'll, um, we'll have a quick catch-up,
1: see what we've all been up to, since we uh, we three last met. Before we do get into that, I think it's important that we, we've got an important announcement, haven't we, for all the listeners. That, okay. um, yeah, okay. we, We've been... All the hard work, I think, that we've put into this podcast over the last, over many, two and a half years has really paid off. And Microsoft are buying us for... Um, <laughs> they're going to buy us out for... They, they, they recently paid reportedly 70 billion didn't they for um for activision blizzard and king uh mm. they're going to pay seven pound for, for us so you, you <laughs> this really it should it should up the visibility of the podcast somewhat so you might start seeing us on billboards uh, telephone boxes and in the back of um a fake taxi so and if you want if you want to find me i'll be in pound land where where everything's got a pound? How's inflation going to affect Poundland?
2: Uh, well, um, the the quality of the produce just goes down. Ah, so like, so now when you go in, what they sell predominantly is ten p
1: chews and space raiders for what? a pound.
2: Yeah, yeah, for a pound. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So so thanks, Phil Spencer. Um, we're arguably more straight laced than Bobby Kotick, so you we don't get all that shit with us. Um, yeah, so what's oh, this wait. space for exciting new happenings. Anyway, right, I'll tell you what I've been. I to. wasn't
0: informed of this. I, did, I didn't.
1: I didn't want to get bought out by Microsoft. It was a stealth buy. I, I, even I didn't know about it. <laughs> oh, <okay.
0: laughs>
1: they just did it.
0: Just send you an email
1: now. Well, they just threw. Yeah, they, they just, just sent seven quid on my ears. Yeah, they just threw it once. Once you see that money in front of you, it's hard to resist. Anyway, to, and, how, and was it? how was it
0: presented? A five pound note. Pound coin, fifty two
1: twenties and a ten. No. They know how to get you on the hook. It was a five pound note and a two pound coin.
2: No, it was seventy percent of a ten pound note. It was like with a bit torn
0: off it. it did well to tear our plastic <laughs> money. It was Isn't not it? just a it was not an old vodka bottle full of two peas, is it? Amounting to a pound.
2: Yeah, we're from Bill Gates. Nan had it
1: by fire for collecting for her holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and and secondly, secondly to everyone. Happy New Year! All uh, right, okay, yeah, well, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy people. New Year, everyone. Um, uh, it's been it's been a while since our last podcast because we've had Christmas where we're all busy. And then I've got COVID, so I didn't want to spend uh, two hours coughing. Special, everyone's had COVID. But it's hard to record a a podcast coughing into the mic. (laughs) Anyway, what have I been up to? Uh, I've been playing with yourself. Yes, I've been playing new Super Lucky Tail thing. Oh Oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I've played it, but on the uh, uh, Oculus or whatever it was. It's all right.
1: It's all right, ain't it? I know it's not one of these yeah. like triple A releases and stuff, but it's there as part of Game Pass or a Games with Gold or something. Uh, and it's like, a, it's like a really average uh, Mario 64 Crash Bandicoot type thing, isn't it? I find it I was slightly better than average. Yeah. It was pretty and it controlled
2: nice. It was just a bit thin on content. Yeah,
0: I had a girlfriend like that once.
1: I <laughs> 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 hope you're listening.
2: It's like that. At some point, I'll leave her.
1: <laughs> I've also went... To, uh, it's, it's difficult to remember what we spoke about in the last podcast, didn't it? It's been that long. I went to watch Spider-Man. Yes, oh, I, I did. did. Yes. I did too. It's good, isn't it? It's wonderful, isn't it? it and it made me it, feel it like... No spoilers, but towards the, cli- towards the end of the film, there's a particular stuff going on that made me feel eight years old again. I was sat there in the cinema with a big shit grin on my face, thinking this is why it's like reading comics. Me too. I've never, it also reminded me of going to the cinema
2: when I was younger, because it's the first time in my adult memory I can remember people cheering and jumping up out of the seats and things like that. Woo! Yes. Yes. Um, so I don't know if that's just Spanish Morons. people generally. I'll have to go see another film over
0: here to figure it out. Morons. Did they stand up and clap at the end? So. They,
2: they went nuts they, you know certain parts of that film they literally they cheered and whooped and they, they went proper mental for it but like I said I don't know if I felt like cheering and whooping but because I'm not a moron I didn't but, <laughs> um, but uh, like I said I need to now go watch another film to see if it's just Spanish people generally the last time I cheered and whooped in a film was Air Force One with Harrison Ford and I were doing it ironically because I was pissed and people were telling me to show up. I kept standing up going, USA! <laughs>
1: it's absolutely brilliant. I, I just found it's perfect cinema. and you I mean, it might be a bit late now, but you've really got to see it on the big screen, I think, to, to get the most out. But you'll still feel warm inside if you watch it at home, but I just Definitely, think... Definitely, I can vouch for that because the way that I had to watch it was
2: uh, as a really crap cam copy um so that i knew what was going on so that i could go watch it in spanish Ah, see. Sí. but as it happens there was an english showing of it anyway so the, ruining it with the cam copy was a bit of a waste of time but i enjoyed it as much both times
1: excellent uh from my sick bed i watched squid game we talked about that load so i want we won't bore anything my favorite character is the old man he, he's great of course um yeah and I think that the Marbles episode is one of the most devastating hours of TV I've ever watched.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it's <laughs> yeah. awful, isn't it? It really
1: questions your...
2: Um, your... I, I remember far... I'll let you finish. No, you no, it just, it just really
1: it. it really makes you question yourself as a human of <laughs> the choices yeah, that they're having my, to
2: make at that point. Yeah, my eldest kid, Riley, he'd watched it all anyway because they'd burned it all through at school. And then he said, we should all watch this together, you know, we'll like it. So we did. We all watched it as a family together when that episode came on. He looked at... Um, jen and he went mum
1: you're not gonna like this (laughs) no (laughs) halfway through she was like you're right (laughs) it's quite it's a brutal tv show anyway but the concept obviously but someone recommended to a friend of us and went Oh yeah that bit where they get shots ace and and they went oh yeah thanks for the spoilers like no there's no spoilers there they get (laughs) shot all the time every episode
2: (laughs) which which bit (laughs) um I'll tell you what, if you haven't seen it, because I'd watched this prior and it's kind of similar, but, but different. Um, Alice in Borderland, yeah, I thought was better.
1: We've mentioned it on previous episodes. Yeah, yeah
2: we did. Yeah. Uh, I thought that were better and for a similar kind of thing. Yeah,
0: That's Japanese so, though, right?
2: Yeah. It's, it's yeah. definitely not, um, not uh, Korean. It's Korean, isn't it? Yeah. It's the Something, other one. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. definitely not Korean. It's more like a manga
1: type thing. And what else have we been doing now? Uh, music. The new Weekend album's good. Uh, uh, weekend or The Weekend? Well, there's no E in it, is there? Weekend. So it's The Weekend. We've got a beautiful friend, Mr. Craig Henry. I don't know if he listens. When The Weekend first appeared, like I think it's now about 11, 12 years ago, with these three mixtapes he dropped and, and everyone went wild for them. They're quite swampy R&B. And, you're like, and after, I think he released three mixtapes in a year. And by the third no. one, it like, I can't listen to the cinema. <laughs> First one's really good, and then it's just more of the same. And then he disappeared. And then he came back with that Daft Punk collaboration. I never thought really much of him. And then TikTok phenomenon, the flashing lights became... Yeah. But this <laughs> latest album, for anyone who, who lived through the 80s, it's fantastic. It's just 80s synth. There's lots of nods to Daft Punk. There's uh, Quincy Jones doing a... Like a spoken piece in it, very much like Giorgio Moroder did on on Random Access Memories, and Jim Carrey does some radio bits in between the tracks. So it it's just a just a really good. It's got pacing issues, I think. It seems a bit top heavy. Seems to go wayward some towards the end, but as an overall album, it, it's really good. And I didn't think I'd be saying that like after 10, 10 years ago. After I thought he'd burnt himself out. Yeah, and that's it. Gaming wise, Hello Infinite Multiplayer. For a laugh. That's been something I'm been dipping into now because it's easy. Forza Horizon 5, dipping in that because it's easy. And um But really. Um my Zelda streams. I'm I'm about three quarters of the way through Majora's mask. Good that one, isn't it? It is. Zelda games are obviously they're all puzzle based, out there In in the main. But your dungeons mm. and you kinda of gotta think about your dungeons. But because this is working with time, you've got to think about 15 steps ahead. Because if you go too far into day two or three with and go back to day one and then uh, then the old world resets yes you've got the objects that you've got it's basically a zelda roguelike isn't it it's Mm, like dead rising yeah dead rising cross with zelda and um but i've you have to really think forward and sometimes i like i had to quit it on sunday night i'd done three hours worth of trying to get i got through the pirates you know that when you get to the beach you go through the pirates base and you get all the eggs and then yeah. you get a seahorse that takes you to where you've got to kill some snakes, to get the final eggs. Um, I then left that place and I couldn't get back in because you left the seahorses behind. I left all the eggs behind. So I had to go back to day one, which then I meant I had no eggs. So I've got to do it all again, but I've got the hook shot. So, I'll, and you're just like, Oh, really? I just, so I said to everyone on Twitch, I went, it were 11 o'clock. I think I've been on from eight, it was about half 11. I went, I I'm, I'm not doing this tonight <laughs> <laughs> this, this positions me perfectly for next Sunday and we'll pick it up there and I think it was Ellie who was on there she just said you'll blitz through it next week now you know what to do now you've got the the stuff so yeah that that time mechanic makes it a little bit difficult but yeah it's, it's certainly different
0: that's a, a weird conversation to listen to and i've got no idea what you're talking about so we went to see the pirates and we got <laughs> the eggs and the seahorse oh fucking hell what's going on <laughs> it's just a standard tuesday in Wake. Eh? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> anyway i'll pass the baton on and on and on baton on because that's kind of me done <laughs> nice
0: right so what have i done then well I've played some games. Uh I played Undertale.
2: Ah uh, yeah, I've played this for a bit. That old 8-bity looking uh RPG type thing. The kids
0: love it. I can't get into it. I've got I went through it in one day in one sitting in about I don't know 4 hours or something, 5 hours. It's not a particularly long game, but I feel like I should play it again because I killed a lot of things, and you don't have to kill anything at all if you don't want to. You can just walk away from everything, uh, and yeah. the ch- the story changes massively. And there's there's a lot of different avenues to the story, apparently. So I've read, and I think I, I went into it completely wrong, expecting to just play some sort of eight bit looking dungeon crawlery yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, like mixed with final fantasy or something i just went and started killing stuff and Mm. uh, it was well written though i enjoyed it there's a lot of humor in it It was funny music's good you know it was it was a well-made game i enjoyed Mm. playing it similar to soul i've been dipping in out forza horizon 5 just doing the weekly tasks um and i've been playing a lot of horizon zero dawn a playstation 4 that i bought when i was 30 years old Seven years later, he's getting some play. Been <laughs> <laughs> sat there collecting dust for seven years. But <laughs> what's your thoughts on it though? I like it. I, I like think it. It's really good.
2: Yeah. Um I good. Pl- I played it twice. The first time I couldn't get into it at all. And I was playing it, I think, wrong. And then the second time I really embraced all the traps and I absolutely loved it and I and um found it much easier and I enjoyed it much, much more.
0: Alright, okay. I haven't really laid many of the traps. I tend to um, use whatever weakness against it's almost, it's almost like Pokemon, isn't it? All the monsters have got weaknesses. Yeah. Use that weakness against them. And I've, I've got that um, bow which explodes and it just blows yes. components it blows off all them. all the components everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it's it? like, like the, the ravages. You blow the gun off the top of them and go pick it mm. up and blast them to bits. It's... The only one I've found that's really difficult is that giant electric flying eagle hawk type thing. Yeah. Not, not the not the ones that shoot you with um, ice, because they're easy to shoot fire at them and they fall out of the sky. But um, you giant... can
2: shoot something at the electric ones and they fall out of the sky as well, but I can't remember what.
0: Yeah, I, I've only done it once and then ran off. Yeah, so right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll come back to that. Um, but yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is that controller. I cannot get on with that PlayStation controller. I think Razer do a controller that's like the
2: Xbox One, but for the PlayStation.
0: Yeah, and I saw some bad reviews. A lot, of, lot of latency with it. So oh, I, okay, it, but I just that offset thumbstick is just the way how everything should be. You know, thumbstick up there, D-pad down there. It, mm. it just I, it gives me cramp. I don't. I'm, i what no weird hands I've got, but to dip my thumbs down all the time. After a while, I start getting sore thumbs. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it though.
2: Yeah,
0: it's, it's good. been good. I went to see Spider Man, we've said that. Um, I also watched Venom, Let There Be Carnage as well. I thought that were good as well. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I liked the previous one as well. The hair pieces in the film were terrible. Woody Harrelson's <laughs> wigs were ridiculous. <laughs> They'd just been dropped on his head. <laughs> oh, we're not going to fix that, aren't Nah, I'd be right. <laughs> yeah, he um, looked like
2: that Tory politician, didn't he, that's been putting his foot, his foot in his mouth lately. Fucking you know, hell, which one.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> the one with the shit wig. <laughs> it does look like joke hair, doesn't it? It looks like Mike from Mike's Carpets, anyone around the... Uh, it York totally exactly does. Area. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, dear. Uh, been watching some tv watched um succession straight through all three series me and kelly so just smashed good. that this yeah. uh this festive period and you know what watching that makes me wish i watched more tv because i know how good it was and i want to appreciate it more by knowing that there's other shit stuff out there that i would have watched because i don't oh, watch yeah. a lot of tv because most of it's just mediocre to me but that succession was brilliant yeah, it's absolutely but, amazing
2: yeah it is amazing isn't it that's, yeah. that's probably I mean I was saying it on the last couple of pods that that's probably the best TV that I've ever seen that's as good as it gets so far I don't think I've ever seen out there.
0: I'd agree with you but I just wish that I had more reference points of less good things so I could appreciate it more Well, we'll just tell you what to watch it's,
2: I had just watch First uh, Dates
0: and Below Deck and all that kind of wank.
2: <laughs> then he'll still appreciate it. Real Edmonds-wise
1: so is Cheshire. Just try that instead. That's really good. <laughs> Have you seen Jordy watched... Shaw? Something... <laughs> uh, no. Okay, thought oh, These are brilliant, mate. You want to no. get on them? <laughs> <laughs> watch just... that new
2: Games Master? That'll uh, destroy your faith in TV. Has it
0: shite? I haven't <laughs> watched that right, okay.
1: the, I I thought it's all right. It's exactly it's exactly what you expect. It's Games Master with a different host. Is it irrelevant? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> um, when, <laughs> it's you've got, when you've when you've got Twitch and YouTube yeah, and um, who was watching mess. it, us lot at, at our age for nostalgia reasons. Um, I've done. There's only four of them. I think I've watched three of them and I never got round to fourth. But shite. Anyway, <laughs> go on, Dan. Yeah. Well. I was looking forward to that, but I just
0: never got around to watching it. So that saved me time. I'll not bother doing that. Um, and I've watched something called Stay Close on Netflix. I've started watching that, that Harlan Coben thing. Yes, yes. Yeah,
2: it seemed all right it's so far. I think I got a couple of episodes in there and got distracted with something else, but it seemed all right.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like James Nesbitt. Like, like most of the things I've watched him in, I've, I've enjoyed it. It looks, looks a bit like my Uncle Pete, but with hair.
1: Hey, you know that reference, regional, regional references, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out
2: to Uncle P. I used to say that. I used
1: to say that a lot. Someone on tele go, oh, looks like uh, Jeff Carter." But like, ooh, I went to school with you. What <laughs> know Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know him, soul. Yeah, I do. He's your uncle as well. Oh, well, Yeah, yeah. God, anyway. I don't know. ever see him anymore. Whatever. Yeah, um, that's me. I'm I'm
2: done. I have had some good stuff right so i'll start with the tv programs and um, this passed me by when it first came along um but i saw it on hbo so i watched it and i absolutely loved it silicon valley which is written by mike judge who did the beavers and butt and idiocracy and um, office space i really really liked it we are
1: living in idiocracy right now it feels doesn't i know we are and silicon valley so
2: but it, it, it was obviously good to watch silicon valley from being somebody who has a tech company yeah and as you know so it it was it was good it's um, it is
1: funny it's just a bit too close to work mm, with kanban um, boards everywhere and i'm like
0: Ooh,
2: yes. yeah it, but i liked that it stabbed and took the mick out of it because obviously we're not a corporate like thing so when they're having to do scrum and stuff like that <laughs> they were like that oh god yeah i fucking hate that shit so but yeah it was uh, it was really good uh, another series that i really really like is the righteous gemstones <laughs> Fear of this. No, so
1: this like is like gem, truly, truly, truly outrageous.
2: <laughs> the righteous gemstone. So this is by Danny McBride and his, his mate who made he made Halloween with um and it is about these um, sort of Christian evangelists that are multi, 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 multi multi-millionaires. So you've got John Goodman, who is the dad, and then you've got um, him out of Workaholics and Pitch Perfect and Lexi and uh, Adam Levine. Uh, He's one of the sons. Danny McBride is the other son, and they're, they're preachers as well. And it's like, it is like The Big Lebowski or something in tone but a series. And it is really funny, really, really odd and really, really good. Um, so that's something to dig out because I'd never heard of it. It was just popped up on HBO as if you like that, you'll like this. And I thought, yeah, put it on. And within 10 minutes, I, I couldn't stop watching it. So that's really, really good. The Righteous Gemstones. Then films wise, I've seen a couple of belters. So Pig. Which has got Nicholas Cage in it as some recluse who lives in a shed in the middle of nowhere with a truffle pig and his pig gets kidnapped and he um goes to find out what's happened to his pig. Right. Yeah. That's all you need to know, and that's so much better than it should be. And Nicolas Cage does not go full Nicolas Cage. He maybe has two like two sheets, like pages of dialogue in the whole film. He's really sorta of, reserved, um, really reigns it in and it's amazing it's really really good and again really odd and does things that you wouldn't expect um how long's uh how
0: long's that been out about a week <laughs> oh, beautiful
1: despite um, all my rage i'm still just a pig in nick cage <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: um i watched last night the wrath of man which is um jason statham and guy richie's when did film. you watch that no,
1: it, the trailer the trailer makes it look <laughs> like night, a, a decent film <laughs>
2: It is, but it is not a typical Statham film and it is not a typical Richard film. If you didn't know it with Guy Ritchie, you would not have it as his film at all. You would not think it is. There's long, slow camera shots. Um, a bit like a dialogue. It's not funny. That's what
0: I was going to say. I had no idea. I found out the other day that he did Aladdin. I'm like, what?
2: yeah (laughs) but yeah so like i said the way it's shot is entirely different no punchy cuts and things like that the music score is entirely different um you know we've not got sort of songs you've heard of punching through to accentuate it's almost like um you you know it's got its own kind of theme going and it it's a really good film um but i would have never thought that that made it um, but yeah, it's it's really good anyway. And the final one is uh, Last Night in Soho, which is the new one by Edgar Wright, which is absolutely... I mean, I've watched loads of stuff because it's been Christmas, but these are the three out of
1: all of the dross that uh, you should watch. I wanted to go see that at the cinema, but it was just... I think it fell foul of just coming out of lockdown and not many screens, and then it disappeared. But. I Anything, for me, I don't think Edgar Wright has made a bad film. This is probably, um, from a
2: technical standpoint, and like an intelligent standpoint, this is his best thing that he's done. It's just insane to just look at. It's it's an absolute um, work of art. It's amazing. Um, So And then, uh, games-wise, I finished Inscription. Just play it. Right. Please, as soon as possible, so that we can talk about it. If you've played that game, that game's in your top five games of all time. I am fucking telling you now. Right. There's no question. Ah. Absolutely no question. I, I'm not nearly joking. It just does too much, too well, for you to not finish that and go, well, that would just fucking something special you know you, th- you think you've seen it all you know as as a game because a lot of things and you know, oh, that's a good version of that that's a good version of that that's a good version of that there is nothing i have ever played that comes remotely close to being anything like this and that's well, a really hard thing to say okay about
0: gaming. well if you want anyone that can bring a sense of apathy to proceedings i'm sure i can uh, give it a go and let you know what <laughs> i think of it <laughs> i think you'll love it <laughs>
2: I right, think okay. I love it. I think. You love it. <laughs> yeah, so. That's yeah, right. that, and then I got a, a Thrustmaster T three hundred RS wheel for Christmas. So I went back to all of my racing games because I've never had a Thrustmaster wheel before, and I know they're supposed to be better in the belt drive system in them. Supposed to be better, but I always, for whatever reason, always went with a Logitech wheel, and for all these years, I've been wrong. Oh. So uh, that Thrustmaster wheel is amazing so I played um Gran Turismo Sport I played Grid 2019 I played Forza 7 I played Project Cars 2 Project Cars 3 three i think that's it and i think that's it so far so i've i've been sort of it's been kind of binging all those games whenever i've had an hour i've put a racing game on dunked back into my career that i'd got part way through and kind of left um and uh and been hammering through them and um i've got to say it, it is an exceptional piece of kit You know, the pedals are shite, but the wheel itself is just the subtleties in in what you can feel in the road and the tyres and things like that. It's really, 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 really good. So I'm going to give that to the kids and buy the new one that's coming out in, uh, I think, imminently. Um, So I'm going to upgrade that immediately. (laughs) Nice. But yeah, I mean, I, I am a driving game geek and after going back to them all, the one that I've played the most, I wouldn't say I think it's the best, although I must do because it's the one I've played the most, is Grid 2019. Okay. I've played it to death with that wheel and it's just been ace all, like consistently mint. So uh, so yes, that's uh, that's been me.
0: Wow. Well, that's killed half an hour, hasn't it?
2: <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> it's killed all listeners. Well, uh...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's move on to our, our game of the... Week, month, or however long it is between podcasts these days. Krusty's Super Fun House.
1: This is the game, the game that we've been playing.
0: Released on the 10th of December 1992, Krusty's Super Fun House was developed by Audiogenic, or was it? More on that later. Best known for Bubble and Squeak on the Amiga slash Mega Drive. Exile on the 8 and uh, 16-bit Metroidvania-type game-type thing. And Brian Lara Cricket, which was everywhere. I'm assuming he's a cricketer. (laughs) Not just like... (laughs) Yes. He was was a West Indian cricketer. I think I had this when
1: I was a kid. Um, I think I had it on PlayStation. Silla Black was a big fan. Brian Lara, Lara, Lara.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Krusty's Super Funhouse was released by Acclaim, who did, uh, you know, all of their things that they've done. There's lots of them. Um, first one that springs to my mind. Positive
1: information
0: on the claim. Well, if you don't, if you don't know Acclaim, just go away, come back when you have and yeah, some research. Yeah, we here
1: all day, all week, all month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. They're no um, longer with us, are they?
0: Acclaim? No, didn't they get swallowed up by yeah, someone? Yeah,
1: did EA buy them
0: up and just? <laughs> I don't know. Was it THQ? No, I don't know. Well, anyway, it was yes. developed by Acclaim under their Flying Edge moniker, which they used for the Sega platforms. Oh. And Soul's looking pensive, like he's trying to do some research.
1: Yeah, I was just looking what happened to what did happen to Acclaim, and I, and I think they they went under. Then they went bankrupt. They filed for bankruptcy. Anyway, oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. What game caused that then? Um, well, it's probably a series of bad uh, decisions. Yeah, this is quite, remember they did BMX triple X. <laughs> remember that <laughs> remember garbage? That sounds brilliant. Semi-nude BMX game. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. The last,
0: last bunch of games, urban freestyle soccer, Worms 3D, Carmen San Diego, the secret of the stolen drums, all-star baseball, alias, world championship rugby.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, so a so right load of all chuff, basically. Yeah they were responsible for porting all the Mortal Kombats as well to all the home systems as well. So ah, that's okay. quite... A, and and Kombat, I think they might have been involved in the early Burnout games, but that was quite a fall from grace, really, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I claim yeah. to know much about them, but they do have a Wikipedia page.
0: So uh, we've got the blurb off the back of the box here. I was talking with the idea of doing a of the cloud impression back out, so... Why don't bother. you do
2: it as someone you can do an impression of? So... Why don't you do someone you can do an impression of doing the Krusty the Clown blurb? Uh,
0: no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't bring anyone to mind that I can do an impression of. I'll have a go at Krusty the Clown, why not? Go for it. It'll be fucking terrible.
1: I, I tried to do one on the stream the other day and I just come across like Fat Albert, which is the Bill Cosby character. <laughs> and you don't, Bill Cosby's a, you don't really want to be anywhere near him really, do you? Uh, <laughs> no, not not really. if well, you're a female.
2: Uh, well, you might not have much choice if he offers you a drink. Allegedly. Hey, kids!
0: Help out your... Nah, we'll, we'll abandon that there. That's enough. Yeah, we'll sidestep that. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids. Run away. I've made a terrible decision. Hey, kids. Help out your old pal, Krusty the Clown. My official Crusty's Funhouse is infested with rats. There are over 60 levels in the game just crawling with the little varmints. I've got my local cadets Bart, Homer Simpson, and Sideshow Mel, amongst others, to gather rat traps and crusterize the little stinkers.
1: Oh well, yeah, amongst others, Exciting, eh? he left out one other, which you'll get to. So Talk about overselling it!
0: <laughs> it's um, it's a side-scrolling platform puzzler where the basic challenge is to herd the rats into a machine of death, but they can't traverse anything higher than a block. So, in order to destroy the rats. You've got to manipulate the platforms to keep them walking aimlessly to their death. Death is dished out by a trap machine, which are being operated by the other Simpsons characters, Bart, Homer, Sideshow Mel, and Corporal Punishment. Once all the rats have been killed, you can then leave that level via the door you came in on, head back to the um, section's level selection, more doors to tackle other levels. Uh, on each of the levels, the rats come across various elements and make your job a whole lot harder. They'll head down pipes, which pop them out elsewhere on the map. They'll be flung along the map by fans or drop through holes in the floor. Whilst trying to keep the rats on track, you'll also come up against enemies who, after so many hits, will weaken and eventually knock Krusty out, causing him to lose a life. To regenerate health, you can revitalise Krusty by collecting burgers and milkshakes. Keeping with the clown theme, custard pies can also be uh, collected, which you use to throw at enemies. Oh, is that what they are? I thought they were donuts. I thought there were snowballs, but a glass of avocado lemonade. Um, (laughs) Once you've solved all the puzzles and killed all the rats and on some levels discovered the secret area and collected the objects within only then will a padlock appear on the level door. Once all the doors have padlocks, you've completed that section and you can go again with more fiendish levels. There are five sections in total with over 60 levels to tackle offering much your gameplay bang for your buck. Uh, not Dan's fun fact here for you, which was going to be the fun fact if I didn't get my ass in gear and find one. You mean them, which you I found
2: did. a fact that's even more fun than this one that you're about to do
0: now? I'm not going to say it's fun. It's certainly a fact and slightly more interesting. Oh, but I don't think it is more interesting. It's just different. Anyway, Krusty's Super fun house actually started <laughs> off as an Amiga uh, ST's Commodore 64 game called Rat Trap, developed by Fox Williams, named after the two developers, Patrick Fox, and scott williams and if scott williams didn't name his son fox then he needs a slap because fox williams sounds like some sort of cool detective but anyway rat trap rat trap didn't make much of an impact on release so audiogenic and acclaim picked it up applied the simpsons redesign to it and ported it to many many platforms snares uh what the fuck's ns Nez. <laughs> Nes, right. To many platforms,
1: Snares, Nes, no, no, Game no, Gear, sorry. Amiga,
0: DOS, SNES, even Game Boy.
1: Yeah, that should be MS for um, Master System or Multiple Sclerosis, one of the two. Sorry. All right, okay. Oh, Max and Spencer's. It didn't make much of an impact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll get through this eventually. It didn't make much of an impact on release, so Audiogenic and Acclaim picked it up, applied a Simpsons redesign to it, and ported it to many platforms. SNES, Master System, Game Gear, Amiga, DOS, NES, and even the Game Boy.
2: What about the, was NS?
0: the NS uh, that we skipped <laughs> that one? It did. Didn't, they couldn't code for it. It was more than uh, just a simple reskin, though, as they added spinning stars to Krusty when he gets hit or a squeak from the rats before they splattered rather than just disappear when crushed. And also, when you stood at the end of the door, he goes, hey, hey.
1: Does <laughs> not you finish oh, the level. Oh, it does, not it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it, it's almost yeah. synthesized speech. And obviously... the, the It is, isn't it? Uh, possibly, yeah.
2: He says he says, "Hey, kids, at the beginning, huh? and he says, "Hey, hey, when you if you've like rinsed a level and you've got to the door before all the rats are dead, and you sat waiting, he kind of does like a waiting animation and then eventually goes, "Hey, hey,
1: yeah." And they've put lots um, of Simpsons posters and Duff posters and, and stuff. Lots of Simpsons references all, all over the, the wall. So, so it wasn't just a, a lazy part, was it? Which I, I've yeah, read. It was a whole thoroughly lazy part. I was probably one of the laziest, well, laziest
2: <laughs> parts I've ever seen. It's like me going into Riley's bedroom, putting a Simpsons poster
1: up, and going, "Look, I've made you a Simpsons theme park." <laughs> yeah, but the the rats are completely different. They've been mac to the look purple. But they look—they are done in a Simpsons style. The rat's completely different. I mean, yeah, well, okay. The sprite is slightly different. But but all that being said, there was an interview with I think it's David Hare who programmed it along with Fox Williams, when it came to, um, be reskinned, and he does seem to overegg the point that it's not just a reskin. A lot. It's in retro yeah. gamer issue, something or other with Fallout on the cover. He, he, are the levels the same design? Yes exactly and the puzzles yeah. so yeah it's a reskin.
0: yeah, yeah. but he seems and if you have if you have to tell people that something isn't clearly what it is like Boris Johnson telling people it wasn't a party yeah, yeah. Probably it, was. <laughs> it clearly <laughs>
1: fucking is yeah he, he does seem to beat the drum a lot and it's like thou doff protest too much David so if you're listening yeah. I hope I'm not doing you a disservice but it does seem like albeit a very good reskin, it does just seem like a reskin, dude yeah, we
2: could we could add him into that box, like I say with Boris Johnson and that guy that's took his dead uncle to job centre for his uh, money and said he didn't know he were dead.
0: Well, <laughs> there Irish people that stood that dead guy up at the yeah. counter—is yeah. he then... dead? And they just run off. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know he was dead. Looks a bit peaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, tired. Smell well, funny. One, one thing I do like about games from this era is that for some reason, everyone felt the need to put an animation um, <laughs> the animation in for a character that stood near the edge of a, <laughs> a ledge somewhere <laughs> like a whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like Sonic's got one, he's got one why? like
1: oh, oh I'm glad they did that because I didn't know it was near the end well in layer levels yeah. that actually helps you there's, there's one towards the end of world 2 where you've got to rapid, uh, you've only got one mouse and it's been flung around pipes it's getting on all the fans and it's really really difficult and when you get it over the far side i think you've got this far down you've got to pick yeah, up a block and kind of drop it in front of it quickly because you can only carry one block at a time and the mouse is coming and you've got to, got to drop it but if you are not near enough the edge it just puts the block where you stood and and the idea is mm. to build steps up quickly while the mouse is coming for you so you've got to be really rapid and that actual animation shows, All oh, right, I'm nearly the to drop it. Yeah, I know I, I
0: know exactly which level you're talking about because that's the level that made me stop playing it.
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't, I could, because I was playing it on real hardware. When you get to end of every world, you get passwords. So um, I think the first the password... So war, passwords are emulated as well. <laughs> war Mama. War Mama, and the second one is Flanders <laughs> to get into World 3. Because I was streaming it on Twitch for the podcast which is twitch.tv forward slash pixel hunt pod. I couldn't leave it until I'd done world two. I could just not rest because I I, I needed, obviously I could have just looked up the bloody password on game FAQs or something. And that I must've spent about an hour on that level, just trying to work it out. Once you know what you're doing, like most puzzle games, once you know what you're doing, you're laughing at you, but it was like, and I could see where it, are you really going to make me make some steps really clinically? Quickly, <laughs> stressfully, you are, right, you? You shit. And there's a hole underneath those steps as well. So if you cock the steps up, the mouse drops down the hole that goes yep. right to the back of the start of the level. This level is just made up of pipes. It just steals the mouse away from you, drops it right back to the start again. You're like, no, no.
0: Even if... Yeah, so <coughs> it took me about 10 minutes to get into to that side of the map. And then I started making the um, steps quickly, uh, and then it fell through the hole. And I went fuck off and turned it off. Never went back to it. No, I've, I've got Should too much bit for the
1: review. I've got too much patience <laughs> yeah. and tenacity to to allow it to beat me. But uh, yeah, I well, didn't have. Yeah, I think that's in nice, it. We kind of covered it. This all sounds a bit vague, but there's not really much. That... There's not much to it, is no, there? It's, no, it's, no.
0: There's mice, you've got to get them in the machine, get them squashed, and there's puzzles to figure
1: out to get the mice yeah, into the, it's it's the machine. It's a basic platform crossed with Lemmings. Yeah, I am going to say, for a reference point, if anyone's struggling to uh, not watch a video at the same time as listen to this, uh, it's basically lemons, isn't it? Is there any other games, like... That you can think of like this, because obviously the the obvious reference point is Choo Choo Rocket, Choo Choo Rocket, yeah, yeah pipeline, yeah. things like that, yeah, pipeline, Choo Choo Rocket. You've got the puzzle where you've got to turn I tell around you what yeah, there pipeline. Is. Yeah. I tell you, I've got one for you. Either one Rat trap, no. <laughs> yeah, bloody,
2: bloody land. Yes, bloody land, bloody land. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that
1: kind. Yeah, this
2: one's the only one that throws the um, throws the platformy element into it though most of the others are yeah. focused solely on the puzzle side of it whereas this one does have shooting and killing things and things dripping on you and um, and, and you know
1: that and lifts and yeah a bit of that. bit of collectible things as well so if you really mm. want to yeah and little secrets to find yeah. um because there's many ways you could play. obviously you've got to kill kill the mice um but there's also a scar as well running in there so
2: no explanation as to why why you can kill a snake with uh, custard pie, but you can't kill a mouse with one. Uh, Maybe the dairy intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> <don't know>. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's crack on. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other games that have got that platform in. No, no anyway, I can't, yeah. Of that. Ilk, like I said, no. moving on. We'll move on over to our
1: cultural interlude. Yay. Cultural interlude. Before we jump into our final thoughts on Krusty's Super Funhouse, which, incidentally, on other platforms, was just called Krusty's Funhouse. On the Mega Drive and the SNES, it was called Krusty's Super Funhouse. And it's normally only Super that is for on the Nintendo stuff. But anyway.
0: Yeah, so you, what's that all about? I don't know. Why, did did you, just, I think they're just trying to show it's next gen.
1: Maybe. Did they not call it... Couldn't they have called it
2: Krusty's Mega Funhouse? Yeah. Well, couldn't they have called it Krusty's Funhouse and Krusty's slightly more
1: shit version? of crusty's for now. maybe crusty crusty pants uh right so let's check that's out what was remarking. going on culturally at the time of its release december the 10th 1992 now we're assuming that's what it is again really strange this era of games you just can't find the release date properly everything just says a year so you have to kind of go hunting around for like when it's covered in magazines and stuff so we reckon it was December the 10th, 1992. So yeah, have that. Right, music. Um, what have we got? <laughs> uh, new In number 10 by a lady called Madonna. Anybody know her? She's got this song called Deeper and Deeper. This is the, probably around the time that you would
2: have done that. Whereas now what she should write one is called Further and further away, because that's where you'd rather be.
1: <laughs> this is quite a banging house tune, isn't it? Uh, it's quite a good song, actually. Lots you know, of strings. I rate Madonna
2: anyway. Lots of
1: piano. piano. I can't help falling in love with deep, Deeper, deeper, further I go. You wouldn't think it was round and round. You wouldn't think it was Madonna, if you heard it. <laughs> Apparently, she. And I, I thought. I don't think that, I've ever I heard it. Almost thought this is. Too, I don't know. It goes a bit like this. When
0: she was a club singer, I,
1: yeah. I had to go looking to see if she. It's almost too good for Madonna. I Had to go looking and see if she'd actually had a hand in writing it. But she had, by all accounts. She produced it, yeah, wrote she's, it. she's really good. Yeah, she's really, really, really good. Uh, it was from a erotica album. Now, did erotica have erotic on it? Erotic, erotic, but you had the love for my Bill Oddie. Yeah, no. Bill Oddy, No, she was being ironic. <laughs> ironic, but no, it did, it did have, yeah. Anyway, it's Madonna. <laughs> right, and that's at number 10, new in. Falling three spaces from five to number eight is Braintree's uh, Tip Top Ravers, The Prodigy, with the Max Romeo and Cool Keith sampling... I'm to outer space to find another race. I take a bring to another dimension. I take a into to another dimension. I take a brain to another dimension. Pay close attention. Pay close attention. Take a what a tune. What an album. As, as I was doing these notes, I thought I'll go put Prodigy Experience on. And it's still good. And I know that. Oh, yeah, I, it's amazing. I, I, I suspect amazing. if I put it on for my yeah. teenage son, it'd be like, what's this, dad? But I, Oh, really? Can my kids love it? They love them all. Uh, that's just a guess. It's certainly of its time. It's, uh, it's a banging tune, yo. Mm. And holding on to the number one spot in the UK charts, uh, and I think it held on to the charts for a long time, is Dolly Parton cover by Whitney Houston. Oh, God.
0: So, I, might, I might be misremembering but didn't she write that and Jolene in the same day I don't know wow. that's, a, that's, a, that's a that's a right Monday morning isn't it Yeah. what have we done today I've just written two probably of the best songs the popular music
2: I think she wrote I will always love you first and she thought that's great and she thought it's going to be shit if that Jolene nicks me man and she went fuck I've just had an idea for another one <laughs> and then that's how it went. That's how I imagine it. Dolly sat there like, with a the Yorkshire
1: accent. Who had a right <laughs> idea? <laughs> I was working nine to five and I wrote two songs. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But yeah I, I tell you what, I did a, a nine-seven that day. <laughs> he
0: take a lunch. <laughs> yeah. A
1: nine-eleven. Well, Done too soon. Oh, yeah, too. Ooh, sorry. Um, right, moving on. Albums. So dropping two to number six is uh, the Freddie Mercury album by uh, Freddie Mercury, which was released one year to posthumously to as like an anniversary of his death. So it's all the solo tracks he'd done, which stuff like uh, Barcelona, Mr. Bad Guy, which he did with that monster rat, and. Um, yeah. It's so lonely, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 And he um, great Pretender, covered that, didn't they? But yeah. uh, you've got a question put in, firstly, Love Kills, that's probably not a song that what? you want to be putting on a Freddie Mercury album when he died of uh, sexual transmitted disease. On the on the U, US release, it had uh, Love is a Dangerous Game, which it's like, uh, come on, guys, have a bit of respect. Oh, that was erasure, wasn't it? And so, yeah, holding on to the number five spot this week is uh, Gloria Estefan with her greatest hits. Now, and she has got wonderful ones. Dr. Doc, doc, Beat whatever it's something a minute did that mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, got,
2: I,
0: I could hear penny drop
1: Clang. any other glory rest of songs and the miami sound machine no uh, uh, i always mix her up with kim Wiley. i always mix her up with her who did um, rush rush jennifer paula abdul i always get her and paula abdul mixed up no, so we've got I dr Beat. that's no it any other-
2: dr. she did more than that she did
1: she's got an whole album for the greatest hits I mean, we could look at Wikipedia, yeah. but where's the fun in that? Rhythm is going to get you. There's another one. Come on, baby. Oh, do back yeah. That's good. One, one, two, go. <laughs> one, two, three. One, two, three. Come on, baby. Okay. Do you love me? Five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah, d- that's more than we thought, then. And uh, some other stuff. Anyway, uh, coming, in, <laughs> coming in at number one, <laughs> this week was a, a nightmare. It's coming close to Christmas again on Pixel Lump podcast. And it's just greatest. It's. Simple Mind's Greatest Dates, Gloria Estefan's Greatest Dates, Michael Bolton's Greatest Dates, Erasure's Greatest (laughs) Dates, Gloria Estefan's Greatest Dates. And uh, number one, Cher's Greatest Dates are more specifically um, Greatest Hits 1965 to 1992. So this has got Shoop Shoop song on it. If I could turn back time, I got you, babe. Real day ringer for love, rest in peace, mate, love get Gypsies, tramps and thieves. Loud enough, love and understand. Loads of share hits, yo, which she's sharing with Your you. Song. <laughs>
0: He sounded like some Sky TV advert for a, <laughs> uh, a compilation or something. There was an ABBA one that I used to know off by heart. When I used to, <laughs> it was always on Sky TV and it'd feed money, money, money. Fernando! <laughs> I saw
2: a picture of Cher and her stunt double the other day and I thought, share
1: and share alike. Uh, excellent. <laughs> So, um, right. You're welcome. So there's, there's your <laughs> singles and albums. So as we always do bad this time, we'll go into the movies and what was in the uh, movie charts uh, in the UK on December tenth, nineteen 1992. So we've got a quiz. So a couple of these, go uh, you're going to try and guess what they are. And number five, top British drama with one of the most iconic and imaginative twists in cinematic history, the clues in the title. Clue.
0: No. <laughs> no. Twister.
1: <laughs> we don't know the title. It's not. I, I can give you a clue who's cl- in it then. Okay. Directed by Neil Jordan, starring Stephen Ree. Rea? Rea? Stephen Ree. Adrian Dunbar, ben- Nick and Bent Coppers, and um, also somebody else. Have you made this film up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Miranda Richardson's in it. Uh, By George did the soundtrack. Oh, I sang the song, the titular song. The titular song is it? Cameraman. Chameleon? chameleon. Yeah, cameraman in the movie. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it were a right twist to end it. Actually, want a chameleon?
1: It were just a new. It was just a car mechanic. <laughs> yeah. I know all there is to know about the crying game. About the game. crying game. Yeah. Okay. So it's is, is was it was kind I, of Neil Jordan's breakthrough film. I
2: always think it's Bob Oskins, that, and it's not. It's the guy that you mentioned first, whose
0: name I don't know. Um.
2: I, yes, it's a good film. No.
0: I've never seen that, but I have seen S. Ventura where he sits in the shower and, like, and irons his tongue and, and like
1: and the plunge in his face. Got the, I didn't um, want to give you that straight away if I'd have said S. Ventura yeah. in the shower. But uh, yeah. Neil Jordan went on to do this was kind of his breakthrough film, he went on to do an interview with Vampire after this. Um, so number two you can watch it for Oscar winner Meryl Streep which I've always had an odd surname and it's Streep you can watch it for Oscar winner Meryl Streep we'll be watching it for Goldie Hawn supernatural comedy oh I oh,
0: don't that, that way they blow a hole in the middle of her no, yes. it's not death, death becomes death. her yeah yep. Goldie Hawn yeah sorry death becomes yes. her Damn yeah. <laughs> Yes, the man who'd never you know, watch his films. <laughs>
2: Horn and I heard *Whoopie Girl*. <laughs> Mark, well, I
1: know you're dyslexic, but it doesn't normally affect your ears. <laughs> yeah,
2: through my ears,
1: yeah. <laughs> hear dyslexia. And number one, directed by Christopher Columbus, starring Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern again. Home Alone. And uh, also featuring Tim Curry and her off casualty, who looks after some pigeons, Home Alone 2. A oh, Home Alone Two, yeah, yeah. directed
0: okay. by Christopher Columbus. Yeah. yeah, not
2: not the explorer. No, yeah, <laughs> right, okay.
1: Just checking. No, he, he, yeah, he was drafted in to replace Marco Polo and Captain <laughs> Cook. Uh, Captain <laughs> <Columbus> <laughs> the Home Alone creative scene. differences.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going missing for months. No, did um, um, did um, do you ever watch Limmy on Twitch? The comedian, the Scottish comedian Limmy, is um, there's. I follow him on YouTube as well and he just puts clips up of what he does in the day and there's one of him banging on about how Macaulay Culkin's a shit actor <laughs> and he's like, he ruins Home Alone for me, there's a bit about him saying, he's, there's a bit in Home Alone where he's, he's taking giving, doing something to Joe Pesci or whatever, I can't remember what he's doing, he goes is that it or do you want some more or something, there's a line <laughs> like that Then <laughs> he's going, he doesn't even hold it he doesn't even go, is that it or do you want some more he just goes, "Is that it? Or do you want some more?" <laughs> just like disappears off camera. He's like, "His acting's terrible. It's shit. <laughs> like, it's like eight or somewhere."
1: Who directed the original and Breakfast Club? And John Hughes, sorry. So uh, John Hughes yes. died by this point. So I know he died in his fifties, no, didn't he?
2: Nah, he made a load of shit after that, like, and it was shit. Oh, as well, he did wasn't Curly it? Sue. He made. Yeah, yeah, and he did. Um, did he do like problem child and all that crap after that? And he made Home Alone, and then started making a lot of crappy
1: kids films, didn't he? Particularly when you look at, um, when you look at, let's think: National Lampoon's Vacation, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast yeah. Club, Ferris Bueller, yeah, she's having a baby. weird science, pretty have, pink, yeah, yeah, planes, uh, trains, uh, and automobiles, yeah, yeah. Home Alone, uh, Belters. And then yeah. he, and he then fell off didn't a lot of shit kids films. Yeah, maybe that's what killed him. He was um, <laughs> yeah. fifty nine when he died. No, that's young. Yeah, He's young, yeah. Right, well that's that's your movie. Mind you,
2: if you go back and watch Weird Science now, probably probably deserved it. It's probably, very, anyway, probably well, very
1: problematic nowadays. Weird times, isn't it? Just a bit different times. And what are we waiting for? What are we? We're a gaming podcast. Well, mostly they come. We're a gaming podcast. Mostly uh on the 10th of december 1992 c and vg issue 133 was on the shelves in for those who are listening (laughs) mark's Mark's actually recording this outside uh on on his balcony in spain (laughs) on his terrace what's a ground floor balcony I don't know. I don't. Garden. So probably don't want to be screaming <laughs> woolworths. <laughs> El yo! <laughs> El woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was a subdued woolworths, everybody. Uh, yeah, it was. So the CMVG VG hits this month very, very thin, but also very noticeable. It's all consoles, ninety two mm. all consoles. So there are a couple of poorly held Amiga and ST mm. games in there that didn't reach. But yeah, Amiga is dying at this point in it, but. But when it
2: This is when I left school, yeah. It's, it's just on its way. We're just way, moving
1: right? into 93, really, aren't we? We're just about to head into 93. Yeah. So it's. Master it's System. Allergies. Yeah, it's uh, all the consoles, all the consoles. So first up, Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo scoring 96. Now, it's. Um, I don't think there's anything we can say about Super Mario Kart that people don't already know. But have you tried playing super, the first one, this one, recently? Now on that switch, you know, on the switch, you've got all the original. It
0: melts, melts my head. I can't do
1: with it. it. My vision goes off. Yeah, it's it's funny. What well, is is it the frame rate or the rotation <clears throat> thing?
0: No, like it's that I rotational business. World. What's it called? Mode seven, is it? It, mm. it? it freaks me out. It messes with my eyeballs. I don't think it did when I was a kid. I, mean, I just maybe got nauseous as I'm it adult.
2: always freaked me out a bit. That's the same as the using F0 in it, Yeah, Where the whole thing Yeah, F0, if you of, play that um, now,
1: that's a lot smoother. Oh. Although you are in danger of burning it into your TV because it just sits there at the bottom of the telly. Yeah. I noticed I've got yeah, a, yeah. an LCD here and I noticed it would burn in a little bit. So i like, uh, I don't think I'll be playing that on the start mode. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> but yeah, it's still, it's all a bit, Seems all a bit amateur, at the time it was breaking brand new technology really all that mod 7 stuff but it all just seems really it almost seems like a tech demo now going back to these kind of stuff mm. but in many ways i guess it was but it was boundary boundary pushing at the time uh tim boone said this is one of those games where hours fly by like minutes and on no account have the cartridge anywhere in the house when you've got something important to do because it's just forget well, get done so you might starve or, or not feed your children. Yeah, it's still a massive game. You've got those three cups. It's it's really interesting. I've, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart Eight um with uh Wait, on Discord. Is that the <coughs> is that the newest? One. 8 was on the Wii and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the one that's on the Switch, which... Ah, uh, no, yeah, I've played that yeah, so then, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know good. what it adds. It obviously adds a bit more, but, I, I've, I've, but I've been playing that on the Switch. And everything that's, that's here... I think the Switch one's just
2: all of the extra shit in it. Yeah, but what I can't... you used to get by using the Amiibos and all that kind of yeah, crap. maybe. You just carry
1: it all. Maybe. Well, obviously, yeah, you obviously just get some stuff bundled, don't you? But um, it's amazing that if you think back, the foundations for what's in 8 are here. 50 cc, 100 cc, 150 cc. Multiplayer yeah, yeah. games, everything there. So they're not doing anything new. it's just through for, for nearly. But yeah, thirty years worth of refinement that has you, reached. You could kind of say that about them
2: generally. They do a lot new, but they, without doing out new.
0: <laughs> every every Nintendo first first party property does that, though, doesn't it? Yeah, Metroid, exactly. Zelda, Mario. Yeah, yeah. the I think
1: I think eight is. I don't know where they're gonna there's rumors that they're making another, but I don't know where they're gonna go from it. But I think eight is perfect. Eight is the pinnacle. You had a bit of missteps with double dash and things like that. That was not particularly great. It is it is actually. Once you get once you get over there's there's two of you on it. Once you get over
0: the fact that there's two of you, you've got to swap them round and it, it's actually better than people originally
2: I think um, it's great. To I do it. like yeah, it's it. really
0: good. And and that that's that that's why it's
1: still worth a lot of money nowadays in the retro scene it's everything's there your shortcuts you drift in it's just it's just a great little game but like i said it's showing its age a little bit it's still fun if you if you can hold on to your eyeballs and you've got that dash at the start if you get yeah. yeah the timing, timing of to accelerate do, off the map do, and, do, and, go. <laughs> and that's still there as yeah, well. That's still there yeah. yeah and the risk and reward of spinning your wheels on yeah it's great fun with loads of people on uh, on like a Discord and all playing the same game, it it feels like couch couch gaming again. Um, yeah, good. Moving on, scoring ninety one on the Super Nintendo is an interesting addition to the Super Nintendo catalog mario paint which came mario bundled came with a mouse didn't it <laughs> came bundled with a mouse and it's like a basically an art package for the super nintendo so something you grow is it an art package or is it microsoft paint with nintendo badge on it a bit of, bit of both you can there's kind of got some right. interactive you can build make music on it as well but this were this yeah. went up against if i remember rightly like- a mega drive game called art art, art, art alive art attack Something Art Alive, I think it was called. But that didn't get a mouse, so this I mean, what was the point? Yeah, I've, I've wondered that, because
0: you can't print it out or out, can you? No, no, I mean, the
2: thing is, I used the artwork packages a lot on, on the Amiga, but you could at least print them or do stuff with them. You couldn't do kind of anything with the ones on the Nintendo, except look at them and go, Hey, eh, made that piece of
1: art no one's going to see or buy. I assume there's got to be some save, ability to save your... Um... Your stuff, but like you say, you can't print it out, can you?
0: Can you connect it up to a Game Boy printer? Maybe. And print
1: a really bad black and white picture, really small. <laughs> but yeah, there's um, I'll, I'll drop a link in the in the no shorts to the advert for it, and they make it look really wholesome. Like, hey, you you can you can sit and you can draw on your Super Nintendo. F- fun night. I guess I the good
2: thing about it, as a kid, was when the shout was, there, was like, what are you doing? You
1: could call my Mario Paint," and they go, oh, bless him." It's not just games, is it? They are drawing. Yeah. Edutainment, as they called it. Mario Paint is one of those carts you don't think will ever come out of its box before you know it, you're using it all the time. One of the best edutainment packages around. So there are stuff, yeah, if every you can it's got like a music feature so you can so you've got a scale and you can put you know, it's almost like a tracker. Beats going sound one comma oh one hundred yeah, yeah. comma one comma comma one. which is what I used to have to do on Amstrad. So, well, they were impressed with it, they give it ninety-one. Yeah, maybe it's better than we think. Though. Maybe and they re-released it on the DS. You know, did they? years later? But oh, well, that makes sense. So you got a little stylus, but again, how are you going to print that out? Mm. Uh, scoring ninety-two on the master system, which is kind of in in keeping with this episode, Lemmings. Yeah uh Mm. and rightly so yeah i mean it's great but i I don't think i've ever got on with a console you need a mouse don't you to be quickly clicking and Uh, i played it on amiga so i I only had a
2: mouse but i remember that being another one where you went i've never played anything like this
1: before they were good do you well it was funny as well wasn't it oh no (laughs) when they blow up and things let's go and you just, you'd just, also, and sometimes if you just got boarding levels, you'd just build ramps and just, 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 kill, you'd them. just kill them all, yeah.
2: Yeah, you yeah. just watch the satisfaction of watching them burn the shitty little faces off.
1: Now, <laughs> on, uh, next up on the snares, finally, scoring 90, is Kablooey. Do you remember a game on the Amiga called Bamboozle? Yes. That's what that is. So when it was repackaged uh, for the okay. US, it was called Kablooey. Uh, an isometric no. tile bomb-laying yeah. puzzle. Almost like a slow bomber man in many ways, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, th- a thinking man's bomber man. Yeah, but really slow <laughs> as well. So I think I think that started out on the Amiga and ST first. And then, yeah, so in Japan, they called it bombo- Bamboozle. Bomboozle, sorry. It was Bamboozle. Bamboozle, yeah, bomboozle. But for some reason, yeah. again, typical when things go to the States, we'll just give it a different name, yeah? Just call it Kablooey. <laughs> Yeah, we
2: can't use the word bomb. You might know what we're up to. We'll call it kablooey.
1: Like those films that uh, your dad has hidden in his wardrobe. <laughs> uh There is an arcade section. <laughs> even though we. It's a different kind of explosion. Yeah. yeah. Even though we're um, towards the end of 92 now, there's, there is an arcade section. Ooh, but cool in an interesting twist on the format, they're covering a pinball. This time round, oh. Star Wars pinball from Data East. Which one is this? That's it's a Star Wars pinball from Data East. Yeah, but which it, which one is that? It's a, it it's a, a- Star Wars one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. called
2: eighty
1: nine. Yeah, it's got. I'm
2: trying to ascertain is it that one of the ones with the little cool graphic-y bits at the back? Yeah, a
1: DMD D- dot matrix display. Yeah, so you have got lots of Tie Fighters and stuff on that, and, and various bits you can are actually like a little shoot 'em up um and it's got all it's got a death star and it, it's got r2d2 on it uh, i think i've played this i think i think there's about three star Wars pinballs now there's a, there's a recent stern one i think there's a a one that we saw at play export blackpool down and then this
0: one but anyway i recognize this one because i nearly i nearly went and put a bid on one on ebay but then decided not against it um it's got a little like a, a
1: joystick like a trigger as a, as a launch. It's, yeah. Like a like, of a, 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 like a flight yoke. Yeah, yeah. 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 That ladies and gentlemen, is your culture. That's your culture. That's what everyone in the UK was doing in December, 1992.
2: Like everyone.
1: Shit. What would I do in December, 1992? Oh, God knows. College. Yeah. I'll
0: have been, I'll have been playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe.
1: So, before we wrap up and give our final thoughts on what we thought of uh, Krusty's Super Fun House, Dan, I understand you have a fun fact. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact.
0: So, yeah, in level five, one of the outdoor zones, um, it contains the name Pat and Scott written in the sky. Patrick Fox and Scott Williams oh, did the level design, um, but, but the names the names are too far up to be seen normally. But you can reach them by enabling extra high jumps with the game genie code DD3C-D704. Did you have a Did
1: well, you have a you pen go. and paper handy, ladies and gentlemen, to write that game genie code down? Well, they can probably rewind it. Yep. yep. Yep
0: yep yep. You break it. Yeah, I'll so Game Genie code DD3C-D704. Wow. So there you go. That's that, That's pretty um, fun. Yeah. Right. I had so you know much I mean? fun. <laughs> you you tried telling me it's not fun cheating and jumping up into
1: the sky. Game Genie lives in your anyway. Mega Drive. Game Genie lives on the. Uh,
2: Imagine how fun it was for Scott's mates when they came round to his house and went, hey, "I need to show you this," and then had to put a cord in and then go down there. <laughs> and, you know, and then all his mates went, "Fucking cheers for that, Scott!" Yeah. Well <laughs> I put, I
0: put, I put mine and Pat's name up there. Yeah. Me sh- no, no, I'm not bothered. I'd know, like sh- let me just
2: put this code in. No, <laughs> I'd, I'd gone. I'd, I still don't believe it's you, Scott. How do I know it's you? There's loads of Scotts. I worked on it. Whatever you, whatever Scott,
0: shut the fuck up. Which? Are you sure, it's you, Scott, not that other Scott from school that eats his bogeys. <laughs> what, what is your, your verdict? <laughs> what do we? What do we think of it then? What do we think of Krusty's Super Fun House? Um, Who's going to volunteer? Go on, someone jump in.
2: Uh, I thought it
0: was all right. Oh, um,
2: okay i uh well I messaged you guys while I were playing it and I said I've I've whacked the infinite lives on, and I'm gonna play it now until I get stuck, I get hungry or I get bored, and then half an hour later I got all three, so I stopped playing it. Have you got a game it genie? That's quite good. <laughs> game genie. <laughs> <laughs> so um yes, essentially it's a platforming game like Lemmings. The platforming elements are all right. It jumps okay. You have got seem to have control over him okay. The shooty things that you pick up and use are okay and all have different uh, uses. The Lemmings elements is where it kind of falls down, which is why I messaged you guys and said, was this pre or post Lemmings? Because if it were post Lemmings, there's no excuse for its shortcomings in this area. But if it was similar sort of time, which it looks like it was actually parallel, the original game, lemmings then you can kind of forgive them a bit because no one else had really done it the fact that you can only carry one item and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah so lemming lemming lemmings was released february this was released march, march yes the, yeah, so there must no have way, been in development together at the same
2: out. time yeah there's no way it wants a copy of, of the other because the other hadn't been out yet um the skin looks nice the crusty thing i know it's just a cash-in of a, a reskin in a, a game that already existed but I'm, I'm not against that i think that's fine and the time that i had with it was fun and i stopped playing it because i got better things to do but had i been a kid thinking back to when i played lemmings um and i had i had no better to do i i would have probably spent uh, quite a long time on this game and really 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 enjoyed it so i i thought it was pretty good to be honest uh, the only thing i didn't like was the music which made me want to fucking get a drill and f- drill through my own ears just so i didn't have to hear anything again uh, the the, it, the the
1: music's better on world two there's a different song on world two and yeah guys yeah, it's, it's still yeah it's still fucking it's, it's that thing isn't it it's just the the con you'd rather you'd like an option to turn it off wouldn't you because it's such a short loop but isn't it funny how some yeah. some short loops like that can be really annoying yeah, some short loops And some are brilliant. Bubble Bobble. Do-do-do-do-do Wonder Boy. Some actual
2: songs are a short loop. Crescendos by Daft Punk is... All the way through. And it don't get boring for three minutes. you know. So if you've got the right riff, it can be done. But this game is a good example of how it it's not... Why don't they just put Simpsons theme tune in it?
0: That would get irritating after a while,
2: wouldn't it? Well, fucking less irritating than whatever shite they were there throughout this thing.
0: Well, yeah, it's true. So, how many Wookas are you going to give it?
2: Um, right. I'm going to start with if it was a perfect game, it'd get a ten. So, what's annoying about it? Um, it's annoying you can't carry more than one thing. So nine. Um, the music's shit. So, eight. Uh, what else was annoying about it? It's quite hard. Uh, uh, maybe a bit too hard. So if I hadn't have had that infinite lives on, I'd have been really pissed off. So seven.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I actually, it. it didn't. It didn't need to have things in there that killed you. I think the pu- the 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 puzzle element would have been enough on its own, and they should have just got the balls out and not really had to... You know, it had the platformy elements, but made them more puzzly rather than it being a risk of death, being a test of skill. So, oh, you've missed that, you've fallen, you've got to go do it again. You know, rather than, oh, that snake
0: shot you. Who gives a fuck? Almost like almost like they couldn't decide whether to make a platformer or a puzzler. Yeah. And the two together seem to have shortcomings of both. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I I... I Played a little bit more than you, by the sound of things, but I just found myself getting to a point where it was starting to irritate me. Uh, yeah. I remember playing it as a kid, so when it got pulled out last week, I was looking forward to playing it and dove straight into it. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's like I remember it. It's good." Um, I tired of it quickly. But when I you really were a really kid, did. did you? Well, no, probably not. And and like we said before, when you're a kid, you don't have a backlog of like two hundred games that you want to play. Oh. Um, uh. So I probably would have carried on. I'd have I'd have persevered with the, with the difficulty. Um, but I just it got to me. It got to the point where it was awkward, uh, but not fun anymore. And at that point, I'd have turned it off, and I might have gone back to Sonic. I yeah.
2: Oh, does that, I think these are shortcomings of not specifically that game, but just games of this era, aren't there? That, and uh, that's what maybe. I'm trying to drift away from when I'm scoring things because I were always scoring them low, going, shit. What cost the fucking shit? <laughs> the
0: thirty year old. I don't. I don't well, no, I don't know because older if games. I, if i was would...
2: scoring last week's, which I gave a great score, like by my score now, I'll go from two out of ten bollocks, you know. But I,
0: I, I have to put a different,
2: uh, you know, hat on.
0: No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Jungle Strike is a bad game today. I don't. I, it all right, it's a bit simplistic, but it never got irritating, you know. It was just, it needed embellishing a bit more. But this, just to me, I get, I was like, oh, I've had enough of this. Just, mm. no. So, um, yeah, I, I liked like the sprites and stuff, like you said, and liked how his hair moved and stuff when you walked. The jumping was all right. Had no major. For me, it was okay, 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 this is fine. And then it got irritating, and then I was like, oh, I've had enough. So it dropped it down to so probably about a five for me.
2: It it definitely cheaped out on where it has that intro screen and it's just text. And you're thinking, well, if you're going to put a Simpsons skin on it and you've got that, there's no reason really you couldn't have some kind of cutscene or almost like just stills and a a thing explaining it. You know, just put a bit more production value into it. It's the fucking Simpsons. You've clearly been given the money
0: spent all the time redesigning
1: it which obviously they've tried to do so like like we've had an argument about earlier about how how far the reskin has gone but they've even got that opening cutscene where Krusty walks in goes under the spotlight which obviously wouldn't have been in the rat track is not i think the rat track you can watch videos of it on on youtube that bit's not in there so but yeah i've always i always find it odd when they put pages of text up on games So don't don't yeah. do that or scroll it along, the, scroll it along the bottom or something. But it's just like, I, do, you do you know? Do you remember that um aliens
2: game? I don't know whether it were on Spectrum or Amstrad or something. And they were just they were the entire fucking script of the film in it instead of cutscenes. It was literally the script of the whole film. They come at night <laughs> mostly.
1: They, yeah, um. I just, I just find it a bit of a cop out. I think Bart's Nightmare does something very similar back on The Simpsons. I think that is like a splash page of just text. Have you, have you done Dan? Sorry. To, to... Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't
0: really have much to add to it. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay.
0: I think it was about yeah average. I guess. I it, it's a, it's a world away from Lemmings for me. But, but the lemmings is like a massive uh, uh, step the, up.
1: Lemmings is a ten. I think there's, there's Lemmings. Right. Okay. Right. So, for me, there's Lemming's DNA in this, absolutely, without a doubt. And there's, there's DNA, as we've touched on previous, of, of these kind of chasing your te- time pressure games, if you like. I don't know. They've got to be a genre, aren't they? They've got to be a, a, a particular type of game that classifies these things. But, don't know. Um, pissing, pissing up me back games. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um where you're constantly yeah. up against yeah, the clock. Catch up. I don't think I, you, well there's no clock in it, is no, there? No, you but you you are under pressure because of a like a st a force is pushing behind you like blood your land like pipe mania like lemming What he's on about is there's certain points in the game where those
2: mice are moving at rats right, sorry are moving at a pace where if you don't do it right you're going to lose a couple of them and then have to fuck around again yeah. so whilst there isn't a countdown timer like there is in some of the lemmings levels before they just fucking explode you have got the pressure of the fact that if you mess up they're going to take 20 minutes before they fucking come
0: back around yeah. again so I, gonna, I think yeah. I think that's the element of it that just makes me go, "Oh
1: fuck off," and turn it off. I I saw it as an absolute puzzle. Like I have to, I have to beat this. You are not beating me. I need to work out how to do this, particularly towards the end of World, world One's a breeze. World Two, mm. first few levels they're a breeze, easy. and then it just kind of goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, I think it's easy, dear."
0: Yeah, yeah. now you figured it out. I yeah, <laughs> get <that>. ready. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'm really. I only did the first two. Um, I didn't get a chance to do three onwards, but. Because I've got the physical copy here, and stop the press, shout out. we. I've got the physical copy, and I picked this up from a game store near us, um, just outside Leeds in a place called Garforth, just between Leeds and the A1. Uh, there's a fantastic retro game shop called Predator Games. They sell new stuff, isn't, too. And new stuff, Yes, yeah, So it goes from old to new. All, generally console, they've got an ST in in a glass case that you can buy if you want and various other stuff a lot of old old retro stuff but predominantly it's about master system upwards in it really i'd say you will see these guys at like the retro games fair in leeds and fantastic little shop about price range they match cx but not like daft CX I'd said they're a little cheaper. A little cheaper, but not like... Yeah. I saw stuff like 200 quid for a NES game and stuff in CX. They don't go that daft. They're realistic, but for the average price, it's probably just a little bit under CX, but you're not pumping money into a... You know, you're supporting a little local business. But this is where I picked this up, uh, Micro Machines 1 and 2 on the Mega Drive. Call of Duty Black Ops for PlayStation 3 for £1.50. You know, just like a few little, oh, I'll get that, I'll get that. So 50 quid later, I come out of there with an handful of decent games, I think. So yeah, I've got the physical copy of this. So shout out to Predator Games. Go buy, go buy. They're on Instagram as well. Go buy, go buy, go buy. Hope no farmers listen to this. (laughs) Tending the sheep. Dog will be going mad. (laughs) So um, because I was playing it physical and I was playing it on the stream, I wanted to play it and get to the password level, but I didn't want it to beat me. So I took it as like a bit of a, a bit of a challenge that I really wanted to finish off, box that world off. And I liked it when it started getting hard because it seemed like rather than just like quite an easy platformer where you're just going through the motions a little bit and it's a bit taxing. When it really ramps up, it's like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Really difficult, uh, mind-bending solutions. You see what I mean though? That's
2: enough without having the life situation. Uh, They could have just done away with that element of
1: it yeah I, I, it doesn't I'll, need I, to be there i'll be honest i i mean like dan said we had this when we were kids i can't remember playing half of these levels so i don't know how much time i gave it back in the no, day or i've just <laughs> forgotten but there was quite a lot of new uh viewers and and hopefully now they're listeners we've seen an uptick in in listenership so um, I had a lot of strangers coming to the stream and I said, well, we do the podcast and, and so hopefully they're listening. I don't know. But there, one of the guys in there was a massive fan of this. And he's talk- not talking me through it, but saying how some of the later levels are really difficult, some are really interesting. I didn't realise, I thought you could just get hit and I didn't realise you were losing health as you were getting hit. And then what you've got to do is eat the burgers, eat the milkshakes to then regenerate that health because there's no health bar so that's a shortcoming if i'm gonna get hit at least show me three or four let me know let me yeah. know because yeah. i would just blindly oh, i don't mind i'll just run past these and then but what you then see is crusty starts like panting and holding his knee, like he oh. like, sh- looks weary and then the, the guy on the on the twitch stream like hey you get the milkshake to the burgers that puts your health back Oh give me a health bar then. <laughs> it's not a, yeah, you know? Gives a yeah. Um yeah. but I I I think I spent three hours playing it on Sunday and that got me the first two sections boxed off, which probably are about ten to fifteen levels or something like that. Maybe twenty quite levels. A
2: lot. if you look at content, you know, like it said, there's sixty levels across five worlds or whatever yeah. it says, doesn't it? That's quite a lot of content. And if you think how um, challenging, if you take,
1: I watched a long play and it was two and a half hours. No, man, was it the long it's play. two hours. Well, the one I uh, saw was two hours 50 and they know the yeah. solutions.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so if, you, if you're coming into this as someone who doesn't know the solutions and you're thinking about value for money, it's got to be five, six times more than that. Yeah. So if you're looking at a, Twelve to fifteen hour ish game back in those days. That's a really good value for money yeah. game, yeah. you know. Because a lot of them had add nowhere near that um that amount of um you know a content. It's always easier to say that with a puzzle game because ninety percent of its you sat scratching your, your head wondering what, what am I to doing. Do. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I like I said, that is another reason I think to give it, a, a, you know, a bit more is some of the games we've played. It just, you, 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 you know, you can watch a long play; and it's ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but this there is a lot of content there,
1: and it it
0: it. there is, but um, I feel like it. I don't know. It just seemed. Maybe it was the controls. Maybe it was clunky. Maybe I found it a little no awkward. Clunky. The fact that it puts the 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 block that it puts the block down under his own feet and then rises yeah, above it, rather than in front it, of
2: right. him. carrying kind of it kind of in stuff. front of him, so you can see exactly where he's going to place it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, there there is a, like you say, there is shit like that. But again, it's of its time, isn't it? So
1: yeah, there's a few, but I think overall.
2: Was there a game? Was there something before this where physically you picked them up and they carried it in front of them, moved it around?
0: Maybe it's because it's apart from that shitty Amiga thing. Yeah, it probably
1: is. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. It just annoyed me. I'm wavering between. I'm going to give it seven and a half because for some reason I don't think it is an eight. No, no, no. Sod it. No, scratch that. It's an eight. It's an eight from me. You mean scratchy scratch yeah, that? Scratch that. Yeah. Um it's a, it's an eight from me, I think. I, I've really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to going back to it, if I'm honest. Um, but I wouldn't let it defeat me that Sunday. And I think that's a great mark of a puzzle game where it's like you are not beating me. And obviously I could have, because, because it's on, on physical hardware, I've got no safe states. So I needed to finish that world to get the password and then I could turn mm. it off. And And it has got that, Maybe I'm a glutton for put. I'm just a tenacious dickhead. That's why I won't letting it beat me. And and uh, I get, Good. I get. Well, it's like Dark Souls, isn't it? And I know, you know, you are not beating. I know you're hard. You are not beating me. I am gonna beat you. And that's that's how I kind of left this. I thought no.
0: It didn't. It didn't feel like it was hard to me. It just felt like annoying. it was being awkward and annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all for I'm all for a game being hard. I don't have a problem with that. I just felt like it was. Yeah, well, actually, like I said, again, I said I'd stop when I were
2: hungry, bored, stuck, and I were all three, which is... Yeah, right. so, would I have gone back to it? Would I, I would never go back to it now. Would I have gone back to it if... Uh, I'd, I'd have had another stab no, at think, it, I think. Yeah. I think
1: I'll go back to it. If, if you've got... I mean, obviously, like Dan said earlier, we've got games coming out of our ears. But if I fancy a bit of a puzzle session... I think I'd I'd attack a, a section at a time a world at a time I'll power it on yeah I'll have an hour maybe two yeah. turn it off Someone to it's like it's like pulling out a puzzle book isn't it it's like pulling out a sudoku or a wordle if you're into that yo I'm not I'm not going anywhere near that cuz um I'm I'm no. too cool I don't even know <sighs> what it beginning is beginning of the end I'm just too cool for it that's that's the way I roll so yeah eight um eight from me five it's it's
0: like pulling out a sudoku or a crossword where it's been misprinted and it's awkward like you can't quite make out the numbers you know there's just something off about it that felt like i was being jipped out of it and i don't mind being shit or being thick but at least make it be my fault i'm shit or thick
1: okay i i only sense that in in the final one of world two which we're again we we mentioned earlier where you've got to get that precision block dropping and that's when i felt the game were fighting against me i knew the solution i was just struggling with but in fairness that was the Mega Drive D-pad. It's not built for precision. <laughs> no.
2: On on that note, True. Dan, one of the things you said there does remind me of inscription again. You know, like, if I die, let it be my fault. Don't let it feel like I've been jipped. One of the great yeah. things about that inscription is it fucking gyps you constantly and they just blatantly goes like this at you. The dick yes. <laughs> It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> You're like that, you cheating bastard. And then it goes, I know.
1: <laughs> I love it. So so there you have it.
0: So I was I was five, So you were eight, Mark you were six. Seven. Was it? I was seven. You were seven. seven. Eight, five, and seven. Awkward numbers to add together in my head. Uh 21. 20. 20. See? Told you.
1: you. 20. 20, 20, 20. Some rate thick. Two out of three ain't bad so. And it ain't getting us nowhere. Don't feel bad. Twenty is that out your of to me, or? Sad or something. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Let's wrap this shit up.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: What else could we have been playing? Uh, kid oh, Chameleon. Um, kid Chameleon. According to Simon Nicolau, <laughs> yep. games master Simon Niclau, Uh at school, he called it Kid Chameleon. <laughs>
2: kid Chameleon.
1: Yeah. And that's I always remember it that yep. is that now oh, it, bro, for that reason. In uh, in in Japan, it was a uh, Chameleon Kid, Camer <laughs> Chameleon. What? Wow.
0: Next. Yeah. Just a platformer, just standard platformer, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, good. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a good
0: one. I mean, nothing yeah, nothing like weird or unusual standard platformer. Uh, King of the Monsters. Never heard really. it. What the hell's King you of the Monsters? Know it.
1: If you see it, it is like uh, uh, you are, Rampage. it's like King of Tokyo board game. You're Godzilla. or oh, yes. You're the big kaiju monsters. Um, it's originally or a giant butterfly SN, thing. Yeah, SNK Mothra. Uh, it's a SNK Neo Geo thing originally um in the oh, arcades okay. and okay. you're just fighting amongst the city and smashing stuff up it's uh, quite a laugh sounds laugh. fun clacks
0: everyone remembers clacks yeah. the tile falling tile matching game and then when you get the x
1: ooh!
0: oh no the x gives you <laughs> yeah. a massive was, cheer
1: uh, i think
2: tell you what it was the Atari Lynx that I played. Yeah. To death on, wasn't I think.
1: the clacking on the Lynx wonderful for that game? It just sounded. Yes. The there was something the
2: satisfying about it. Yeah. The-
1: now I've got a, a mutual friend who has got a Clax arcade machine in storage, <sighs> and I keep thinking she'll ask him if he's going to sell it. Now, but it seems a lot of money for a, a vintage dedicated arcade machine, of course. But it's just clacks in it.
2: Yeah, but it's, but cool, it's clax in it, it yeah.
1: yeah. I know. It'd be a nice little addition to your collection, <laughs> would that? Yeah, I think it I think you're probably talking about eight, nine hundred quid for it for that.
2: Yeah, do it. Because the thing is it's so it's like its own proper cabinet. Yeah, it's
1: not jammer, it's Klax. It's the control Klax artwork on the side, Klax control panel, everything. Yeah. yeah Ooh. Fair do it. I know. Yeah. If he's not sold it already, I think I did say it about eighteen months ago, oh, I'd be interested in that clax if you sell it. And I think he might have yeah, moved mean. it on. I hope not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's a great, great machine. Great game, great machine. Across all platforms as well, you can't really cock clacks up. Do yeah. try saying that. <laughs>
0: uh, we could have been playing Knuckles Chaotix. Knuckles which, uh, Chaotix. is a standalone game with Knuckles for 32X. Um oh, Knuckles as in Sonic. Knuckles from Sonic the Edge, yeah. Right, okay. um, but you, yeah, you t- you're oddly tethered to another character. And you've got and the tether acts like a rubber band, and you've got to run around and move it, it together. It got
1: mixed. It got mixed reviews. This at the time, didn't it? And I think it, it's the last of what they consider the classic Sonics. You know, the the two D side on right. before it went to Sonic yeah. Adventure on on the Dreamcast, and then since then, I think they've been struggling to find form ever since. And that's two thousand.
2: No, until Sonic Jam. I didn't sorry. mention. I did mention it earlier. I watched the Sonic film over Crimbo as well, and it wasn't shit.
0: Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. It I'm looking fun. forward to the next one. Yeah, I thought, yeah. It, I thought it was decent, but yeah, anyway, onward. Uh, we could have also been playing Criss Cross Make My Video, which sounds <laughs> probably as bad as it yeah, I imagine it is. As in the criss-cross. two little kids who wore we'll the make trousers it. backwards. Joe,
1: Joe, Chris Cross. We'll yeah, because Chris Cross inside out, you're always wickedy, wickedy whack. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't strange. know what we can say about this I was hoping the randomizer game. would have picked this out because it, if anything, it would have been fun <laughs> <laughs> to, to make a Chris Cross video. It's like a <laughs> It would have been a short podcast, <laughs> short on this one.
0: Um. So why don't, we, why don't we go knock on randomizer's door and find out what he's got for us this time?
2: Give it, give it to me! Give
1: it to me! Give it to me! Just give it! Damn!
2: <sighs> Bloody hell. What do you lot want? A okay, game. Please. No. A decent one.
1: No. Ideally. No. No. You're not having one. Why not? Why Why is, why is he always really aggro? Is it right pain in the ass? I might be a pain in the ass, but I'm telling you now, you're not having... Oh, all right. Well, you can have um again is he gonna give us it know. come on you can have letter l land stalker how's that for you dickheads
2: lamb lamb no land land
0: land (laughs) land land Land. Lambstalker.
2: Lambstalker. would <laughs> prefer that. it Welsh?
1: <laughs> yeah. He's a bit... Why is, he, why is he so angry? Why is he... He's always really angry. Oh, I'm f- sick of you lot piss off. Oh, you touch my tra-la-la. hmm my ding-ding-dong. Hello, sexy banana. Very good, very nice. Very good, very nice. Hello, Nicky Minas. Bye-bye. Ah, right. Okay. See you later. mate.
2: I <laughs> I have, have notebook kind words to say about that bell end.
1: Yeah, Landstalker Wowzers. Um Do any of you guys know about that? you know Landstalker.
2: I I was uh, just perusing it. Then it looks pretty meaty. I'm going to have to actually devote some time to this. I, I'm not going to get away with uh, smashing it in in an hour. I think it's a proper game
1: in it. I think it's uh, an isometric adventure of some description with a story. So, yeah, I think it deserves yeah, a bit looks,
0: of time. Yes. It looks the, really the, interesting. The, the long play on YouTube is 10 hours and 16 minutes long. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: this is going to be another... Oh, what will it be? Fuzanadu, I think, was the last really big uh, meaty oh, yeah. type thing that we had. And was, And that's a yeah. long time
1: that's ago. That's Series 1 from the Nintendo. Fuzanadu. <laughs>
0: Fuzanadu. <For> <laughs> right. Let's crack on. Let's yeah. get this uh, yeah. tidied up, finished off, because I'm getting hungry. Yeah. And, so anyway. We're going to need to play that game. And we are. <laughs> so anyway, that's all for this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. Thank you for listening. we love you a long time. If you want to reach out to us, you can grab us on our Discord, Pixel Hunt Podcast. I don't know how you found a pick. How did you find a Discord? I don't know. We've got a link tree somewhere.
1: <laughs> it's in the show notes.
2: Oh, there you go. That's where everything is. We don't really need to read everything out, but you can email us on um, info at pixelhuntpodcast.com.
1: What? How do? Is that right? Oh, how, how do?
2: do? <laughs> oh, it's how do. See, I'm trying to work from memory. I'm purposely not looking at the notes because We've only had. I'm a professional We've actor. We've only had over 40 uh, episodes, uh, Matt, but nevertheless. You can get us on... Yeah, but I always read it. Mm. You can get us on the web at www. Q. <laughs> pixelhunt, uh, gb
1: All, oh, Right. All these links are in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the easiest
2: way.
0: We're getting delirious now. Look, well, it's been going on for that long. let going to go for too long. Well. Twitter, Instagram, Pixel Hunt Pod. Watch us play stuff at forward slash Pixel Hunt Pod on Twitch. Uh, that's about it. yeah. is, isn't it? Not me. Until next <laughs> time, keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hump Podcast. Giving the you the wrong way to get hold of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. To... in the game so you don't have to.
1: Have to.